today on the Cam Talks About Stuff show, we are talking about uh, hyper-pop artist Brakens. Brakens can't pronounce his name quite correctly, but his new album, Hypochondriac, has fascinated me in a way that a lot of albums have not, and I'm not completely a fan of it, but I don't completely hate it either, um, and so I talk a little about why that is. If you're interested in his music, I'll have his stuff linked in the description below. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy the episode. Hope it's a good, puts you on some good tunes, good music. Hypochondriac by Breakins is one of the most interesting albums I have ever come across, and despite putting quite a fair amount of time and effort listening to this album, uh, going through it, trying to dissect it for myself, I'm really, at the end of the day, unsure what I feel about it overall. The 21-year-old makes what could be described as hyperpop, but there's quite a lot going on, um, and I don't think it's fair to condense it to just one genre. Breakins incorporates a lot of trap and hip-hop influence mixed bizarrely with an emo style of... Uh, with a Midwest emo style of guitar and falsetto vocals that you would hear in like a new age R&B record. Um, and it's topped with some of the most creative production ever. I've, oh, it, genuinely some of the most unique sounding sounds um, in pop adjacent stuff that I've ever heard. It is so cool. I think he is really, really talented with production. Um, and the end product is confusing, uh, but wonderful. It is a hot mess, and somehow it, it works, sort of, kind of. Um, like I said, I can't really figure out what I feel truly about this album. I like it, but there's places where I think it really misses the mark and falls short of what it could be. Hypochondriac is very much what I would like to call like a stream of consciousness. Um, he's he's emotional throughout this album, and you get the sense that he's being overtaken mentally and is forced just to spew anything and everything about what's eating, eating him up inside, and which results in some really cathartic and powerful moments, like what you hear in the song Deep Fake, which is just this wonderful eruption of anger and self-turmoil. And I think um, in that case, it really works. It works great. The raw, uncurated expression, or it's curated, but it's not curated. You, you know, it's, it's just this expression of emotion that works really well. Um, but there's some other moments that lack some of the emotional context that I feel musically that Deepfake has um, and it, that it sets up. And it makes for moments where the lyrics feel undercooked. Like, it's very on the nose. It's very unnuanced. And I don't really feel like I'm a lyric snob. I will appreciate when lyrics are well-written and creative and good, of course. But if it's not, it's never really a deal-breaker for me adding a song to a playlist. But when sometimes these lyrics feel so awkward or out of place that it just really jerks me out of the song, I, I can't help but criticize it a bit. At the end of the day, this is all subjective. What I might find jarring, um, someone else might find really enjoyable or like really meaningful. And that makes it really hard to condense all my feelings for all of this because I'm torn between feeling like some of the lyrics could use some more work and some more polish or on the other side, appreciating um, all of it for its, the raw expression that it is. I guess I feel both at the end of the day. Hypochondriac from what I can tell, is very intentionally uh, bipolar, as illustrated by some really tender and thoughtful lyrics found in Deepfake that go, Tell me, tell me, how do you do what you love when you're sick in the brain and you're 2,000 miles away? So why am I stalking your Twitter and lying awake? I show my true colors, you left and my life got so gray. I can't get over you, yet I build up so much hate. But despite all the lies and projections, I hope you're okay. I love that. I 
I think that's great. I think I really appreciate how stream of consciousness it is. He is just putting my my man is just putting out what he feels, um, and he's laying it all out there, and it's vulnerable and it's uncomfortable, um, and that's why I like it. It's really nice. That's why I find myself confused with how I feel about this album, because just a few songs earlier were gifted with this kind of questionable line of, uh, I made a couple of beats, then the whole net started capturing me. This shit's so overwhelming. Mixed self-expression with self-obsession. Hellbent, but that's something I don't want to tell him. Fighting for my will, like the ring is Elden. Fucking hell, man. Um, damn, maybe he did cook with that. Maybe that is pretty all right. I don't know. And... There's just a healthy amount of these bars that feel a little unfinished or a little like, uh, I don't know. Um, and it's all just a positioned against maybe that's why this album is genius, right? Breakin struggles with his identity and his fragile mental state, weaving between real emotional highs where his massive ego is inter- intentionally showing. And, um, you know, it's slick. He's flexing. He's talking his shit. And sometimes in that same song, you're blindsided by some real heartbreak and like some real tender and vulnerable bar- uh, bars and some vulnerable lyrics and stuff and it just makes this really wonderful bipolar mess it's all over the place um and it's really really special as i mentioned before it's really unlike anything i have heard his production is out of this world um and i find it super cool how it's directly intertwined with the themes and the concepts of this album instead of just being a vehicle for maybe the lyrics or the music or the instrumentation the production is helping tell the story um there's quite a few songs that don't really land for me um, and I find just forgettable, but the best ones that, but the best ones are so good that I find myself listening to this album quite a bit. My highlights from this album are Deep Fake, which I've already talked uh, a fair bit about. Another good song is Intellectual Greed, abbreviated as IG, which as far as I can tell, that's on purpose, right? IG, Instagram, I think, which is what the themes of this album is probably on purpose. Anyways, Intellectual Greed features some really cool guitar uh, with some super cool glitchy and slick production until it climaxes into this really neat guitar break. Um, and the outro fades seamlessly right into the next song, 5G, which is absolutely chef's kiss. I love the transition in this and um, the transition between songs throughout the whole album is really cool. Uh, 5G is this chaotic fusion of a Jersey Club hip-hop beat with really twinkly Midwest emo guitar. Um, topped with like these format-shifted vocals that are really confusing. It's This should not work. Saying all this out loud, this is a mess. This is an abomination, and somehow it cuts through, and it's really cool. I think that's one of the... Um, benefits of hyperpop is you're able to express these awkward combinations of music that really shouldn't work on paper and yet sometimes it creates this expression or these feelings that you wouldn't really normally see in um, contemporary music. It, it, it was just confusing for me when I listened to it at first, did not click at all, I couldn't wrap my head around it, but eventually after you know listening more and more and unraveling the, pe- the puzzles, so to speak, I, I came to really like 5G, and that's what got me into the majority of this album and Break Ants in general. The lyrics are super interesting as well, revolving around being consumed by the internet and technology around you and how um, it begins to poison your brain and perception of the world around you. It's really good. I like how he talks about it. Um, I like these songs, and I totally get why this wouldn't work for other people. It's really strange. It's really jank. It's super niche. So I get if people would like listen to this and be like, what, what the hell am I listening to? Caffeine is another good song um, that can only really be described as an assault on your nervous system. It's just these crazy synthesizers that scratch my brain in a really nice way. Um, he takes this sort of hip hop flow on it, um, and that it's just this is another one that really weirded me out at first, but I came to really appreciate it 
the song climaxes into this absolutely insane off-the-rails ending where the tempo picks up and picks up and picks up, and the song progressively uh, just gets more and more chaotic and crowded and, and insane until it explodes into this beautiful, like, mess. It's so fucking weird i can't wrap my head around i i don't know how these songs start out as like little inklings little demos and grow into these manic hyper ballads that's what i feel like break ants has the potential to do like i feel like this is good and i appreciate a lot of this album um but his potential with his next release or in the future to take the ideas in production and the work that he's done here on hypochondriac and refine it into something that is truly amazing and incredibly unique um, I feel like he's he's got the potential to do that. I feel like he's yet to reach the peak of what he's capable of doing. So I'll, I'll definitely be paying attention to him in the future to see where he goes. And if any of that sounded interesting to you, um, I'll have Hypochondriac linked below or whatever description. Um, I would say go into it with sort of an open mind and the expectation that a lot of these songs, because of how dense and complicated they are, they take a good minute to click or make sense. Um, but I feel like it's definitely worth it in the end, at least for me. But totally get if all of this would sound awful to other people. 